0: And when I get nervous, I walk, and usually I speak too quickly. so understand you; understanding just
1: keep it to yourself and pretend you didn't. I'd be very, very careful who you talk to about that, because the person who wrote that is dangerous.
0: I mean, I, 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 I know the name, and I know that there's a story. About this company and this lady, but I don't know any, I don't remember any of the details.
1: So there, I mean, there's obviously people that can do justice to the story because there's a documentary as well. Okay. I haven't seen the documentary, but I listened to the podcast series and it's, uh, it's called The Dropout and it's so fucking good um, about cataloging basically how fraudulent, how easy it is to be fraudulent. Okay. Um, (laughs) When you look at the board of directors for this company, Theranos, Mattis, uh, Henry Kissinger there, there's like secretary defenses like secretary of state that there's like all these ex-politicians that were very high-ranking uh government officials it's some uh, I forgot okay. the other one there, there's a couple in there and when you look at it, it's like a medical device company there's not one doctor on the board and he started like oh that's because any doctor would be like call bullshit on this thing okay so it's It's kind of interesting how they they started, you know, 13 years ago or whatever. She dropped out of Stanford to start this company based off of this idea for a medical device that reads people's blood. They never produced anything that ever worked over like a 12-year period. And you're like, how many companies... Are that like that? Fake it till you make it. Like they—they they were literally faking it. Or fake the, it till you get caught. Apparently, fake <laughs> it till you have a billion dollars, or you're worth. I think they were. She was estimated like worth like a couple billion dollars at some point, Fuck. without ever producing anything. And I look at what we're doing. T- I'm like, man, would we do better if we were like more arrogant and just like take on? Like I don't. I don't even know what we would do because I. I think we have like a self-correcting mechanism in our business model of something that would work or not work. And maybe that's like, I don't, maybe we're too realistic sometimes. Like, would we do better if we were a little bit more grandiose? Like (laughs) if I was just like, Mark, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to start a fucking space traveling company. Like how that, that's how it all starts. That's how everything starts. Like, what was Elon Musk? Wait, originally? wait, wait! Do we have to leave the atmosphere, or can no. we just do it right here? I think we can. I think we could just, yeah,
0: we're in the space, yeah. So it's a space exploration company. Oh, we so we're still the space. We're not the household yet,
1: right? No, not the household. Okay. I think, I think the space. Okay, um, we are staying in the space, all right? <laughs> until <laughs> until we actually, yeah, do the next iteration, which, yeah, be something. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's. I, I just figure there's. It made me realize how many people are full of shit. Yeah, Um, and how weird it is to how 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 do you make a billion dollars off of not producing anything? How does that happen? So they so what was the deal? They got
0: the some seed money and they bought. Uh, you know the people to be on the board of directors to make it look more legit so they could get more money is that like the first play i don't i, don't understand I think how they
1: you'd... got the board of directors first okay and then the seed money and i like think once it went, that... went with the pitch of some kind like we yeah. have this thing and, here's, and a... here's enough documentation to make it believable no and if you, not, not at all it was just a vision for what she wanted to have happen a device that could re- and this is the fucking weird thing it's like <laughs> Everybody that was like, that's impossibility because they, they understand how actually blood work works and how much volume you need in order to read certain right, things. Right. Like a pinprick is like that, that drop. It's fine for a single measure right.
0: of a very simple characteristic exactly. lactate insulin. Yeah. Something like that. Something or blood glucose, like I guess. Something like that. Yeah.
1: And they were talking about reading hundreds off of this thing. She's like, in her head, she just believed that if she believed it, somebody could make it happen. So when they first Well, that's how a religion starts. <laughs> Hence our next step. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we believe we can make this happen. And... So I think they got the, the I think they got the board members first. And then based off of the vision, they got a huge seed like up front. Like somebody okay. wrote them a million dollar check. And then they just started hiring ex-Apple designers, like all the people responsible for designing the Apple iPhone. They just hired them. They were like, ah, oh, this is the next thing. You're going to do good for humanity. We're going to, you know, whatever. And then I think those people so, realized quickly, So they were working on, they were spending a lot of time working on how
0: it's going to look rather yes. than what it could do.
1: 100%.
0: Fuck me. I mean, I guess that's like yeah. how people make their lives now. Yeah, like, I'm just, if I look this way, then people will think that I can do the thing. And now you Rather just, than like figuring out how to do the thing and not giving a fuck
1: what you look like. And now you've explained most um, business success stories. I always laugh about like um, these seminars that you can take to learn how to make money. That's how the person is making money. Yeah. Like, teaching of, you, yeah. Like, that's how Tony Robbins made so much money. He he did make a lot of money off of real estate for sure, okay. but that's after he got the seed money to invest in real estate after he was teaching success success courses like, without having yet had success, success or experienced success. Yes. It's like the fake and the, so you see um, all the, the Gary chicks and, and okay. I could mention some people that we know that also try to pull this trick off and are unsuccessful yeah. with it. Where you're like you know you drive the right car. Mm -hmm. You post on social media about your lifestyle enough, and people start wondering, you know, hey, how did you do that? How did you? Yeah. It's all fucking fake. So
0: we're seriously shooting the authenticity 12-gauge slug into our feet every time we open our mouths. Yep. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> My foot hurts, man. Why, why are you guys not successful? Ah, <laughs> oh, we were pretty honest about what we were doing. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that seems to be the only uh, Yeah. Distinguishing characteristics between a company that makes it and doesn't make it. Or I mean, or we could tell the truth, which is, you know, we're we don't
0: think we deserve to be successful. <laughs> I that's going a little too deep, sorry. Um what I meant was we're don't want to lie about what we do therefore we can't do
1: any marketing or yeah uh, I I don't know God I've been listening to so much of this shit lately because I think there is something there where you're like I don't value what we do and I don't know why I do but I don't value it accurately okay like our time or our um, and I'm trying to come to terms to that with a way that would work uh so i think there is some of that the other part the marketing i have heard uh, a different way it was put a different way like you do marketing um because no one knows what you do and marketing is just accurately portraying that to the right people
0: i mean jim martin gave me some really good points like of just having been here and looked around and he worked for a uh a He's worked, done marketing for some fairly big uh, companies in Seattle. And, um, and and he gave me a few lines. And he's just like, okay, this is when anybody asks you about refuge, you lead with this line, which now I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but he had like accurately Give assessed. Me some uh, really good advice. I don't remember the <laughs> advice. See, but, <laughs> but it was, I think it was, at the time, I was like, yeah, that's super cool. If anybody ever asked me about it, that's what I'll say. If I can remember what it is, but since I didn't come up with it and it's yeah, yeah. not how I would speak about it, then then it's really hard to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's not a natural thing; it would be a rehearsed thing. And we've had people in the podcast studio have who uh, one in particular who mm-hmm. had the rehearsed response to each question, mm-hmm. which wasn't really an answer to the question that was being asked, but just what yeah. that individual wanted to say. And are just like, okay, this is this is great. You're going to sell a fuck ton of books. And like <laughs> little did they know, I wish you well, you know, like <laughs> I guess is the thing, but it's just, but at any given moment, if, if we are ourselves at our core in the moment, speaking about the things that we create and make, well, that's not always going to be a sales pitch, right? right it's not yeah. always going to you know it, it's just like this is how i feel about it right now like hey yeah. i was totally stoked on refuge at one point and then i tried to you know f- force fit that square book into the round hole of my reality and I realized well it's a fucking lie like i'm not comfortable down here so um <laughs> so now it's just like okay now this is a fucking paperweight you know or what like it's a very pretty paperweight. It's be- it's beautiful. And you you can open it up and look inside of it. It's a th- paperweight with paperweight with weight inside of it. All right, here's <laughs> my marketing pitch. Okay. To you for
1: us. Okay. Sell me. Our <laughs> Sell it to me. Whatever. Our mission statement yeah. is to figure out um it's how to figure out to value where we're actually valuable. And that's where we'll become successful, is if we can recognize it ourselves and put it in the right area, then it'll market itself.
0: But I think what we are good at is something that cannot be sold. Hmm. I mean, I'm just gonna say, so I was... Sure. Like, we were talking about earlier, I read this piece out loud Mm -hmm. that Sean Kingrey had written about when he and I first met. And the effect that my writing had on him, and on his friend Billy, mm-hmm. who passed away from cancer, who had like read "Kiss or Kill" and 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 taking some of those words on board, and and that influenced the way and you know the manner and the location where Sean and I met, and everything that's come after that is based sort of on that meet on mm-hmm. that meeting, or it's you know how these words have affected. But like, and I just realized that that sometimes and i only i guess hear some few success story you know success whatever impact i don't know but i realized like okay what we do what we create it hits people if if those words or ideas and the way that they are transmitted reach that person at the right time it is possible for them to transform themselves into you know a better version of themselves mm. And so is that something like, okay, I can't target the time that a particular individual, I can't target the individual or the timing or whatever when they hear the thing. right? Or they read the thing or they experience the thing. And I've kind of made a joke in the past about like reaching two out of every hundred people in some way. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get that to 10 because then I could pay the mortgage um (laughs) or whatever joke i made but but it's not necessarily true who hears us really fucking hears us Mm -hmm. and they don't need to be sold to yeah who needs to hear us can't therefore they don't buy it's my anti-marketing campaign right there i i don't want to shut down the line of inquiry about like figuring out where we are valuable, learning and believing in that value ourselves in order to present it. Because I think that's a, like to keep doing this, we're not just gonna, we can't just keep paying for it for ourselves. You know,
1: sure, ourselves. Yeah, and it's it's close to being uh, sustainably successful. It's like, you know, like some months if they would just hold like that, it would be a success. Um, and in the oscillations, we were, you know, neutral, but not successful. Yeah. Um, the interesting part I think is that if we, I mean, here's where I come in. At it. If we could figure out, um, how we're valuable to other people, we could probably teach people how to figure out how they're valuable to other people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I only because I see like certain um, oh, there's a lot of friends that work for other people and they don't want to and it's really hard to tell them to quit even though I think most people should quit their jobs and just do figure it out like, <laughs> yeah. like most people should not work for other people I, I don't think And le- like there's a very specific personality type that goes with it and I know it feels comfortable. I think when you say
0: but. most people, that's most people in our orbit. And we attract a certain type of person. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Because yeah. uh, if I look out in the big wide world, I'm like, everybody yeah. needs to be working for somebody
1: else. Like everybody needs to be told what to do. Uh, so why would we attract people that can't work for other people?
0: Because we can't.
1: So we need to start and, and, an entrepreneurship. And, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. Like entrepreneurship... Um, guidance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: we won't call it that. We won't call it a pyramid scheme or anything. <laughs> it's, called, but, it's called Ponzu. It's like a yeah, Japanese yeah, version of <laughs> getting fucked. <laughs> but you only realize that you got fucked like two years down the road. Yeah. I mean, uh, and if fuck. you can't convince others to
1: let you... <laughs> Listen, you only need six of your closest entrepreneurial friends that also want to get into business. (laughs) And then they just need six of their closest entrepreneurial And so what we'll
0: do is we'll let people, we won't try and convince them to get on the ground floor. Our pitch will be get in on the top floor.
1: (laughs) Helicopter in. (laughs) Yeah,
0: helicopter in. Like if if you use the techniques that we will teach you in this, what are we gonna do, a weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, or just a one day. I think one day is faster. Yeah, I think one day is far more convenient. What could we do a half day, do you think?
1: <laughs> like a lunch
0: break? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Lunch break, the entrepreneur lunch. workshop. You got to pay like 10 grand to come, yeah. but we will give you the secrets where you can get in on the top floor. So that sells the shit. Like people are like the ground floor. That sounds like I have to work my yeah. way up unless I'm going to the basement. We've already done and all the
1: work. G- now we're on the third floor. It's a short building. <laughs> I, I So what's weird about this is like, I listen to a lot of like, business-y things lately? Oh shit. Not but there's a there's a distinction. Okay, let me put it in I mean, this. I'm just I'm, i just fear for the direction nonprofit will be taking. Imagine
0: <laughs> if just don't ever if if I ever if we ever have to rename right. it profit then
1: i'm (laughs) then you're out i I think i'm out (laughs) so here's the weird part is that it's the same so people giving business business advice Mm -hmm. um like technical business advice i think is really helpful also the generic um i I don't know what to call it i guess i would call it economic theory or philosophy Mm -hmm. or something i think that's really helpful the difference is, is when I say I am listening to like entrepreneur. I don't even know. It, yeah, maybe it's quasi motivational stuff. It's essentially like somebody um, listening to us and probably telling other people that they listen to fitness people, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Like you just kind of like, no. That's because again, we come back. I guess mathematically, ninety percent of every industry is bullshit. Yeah. So there is, but the, I found some pretty good. But it, so. Every industry is made up of human beings. Mm-hmm. Are we making an ex- yeah. broad based, easily sort of generalization? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's uh, generous. Okay. Uh, to say ten percent is worthwhile. I think that's really generous.
0: So with this whole COVID thing, we could we could afford to lose uh, <laughs> a, lot more. a lot. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it, I just I'm just checking if my seeing you know, like just like litmus testing my theory here. Um,
1: possibly. <laughs> I mean I don't know. You need f- fluff and fill otherwise. If everybody's awesome, then nobody's awesome. Like, yeah, and if everybody's a
0: provider, then no one's a buyer. Right, exactly. So you're like. Oh, uh, we need to keep the buyers alive. Yeah. That's keep what the th- buyers alive. That's the new COVID that's thing. That's the new fucking COVID fucking marketing scam for the vaccine. Oh, sh- God damn. If we only had a product to go keep with that, like a t shirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, or this is how, the, the, <laughs> fucking wear a mask, keep the buyers yeah, alive. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say all those people that want to support small businesses and yeah. like want to open the economy, we just sell it to them like that. Look, wear a mask, keep the buyers alive. Yeah. Oh man. See, the, like we bridge the gap <laughs> between two opposing parties. Yeah,
0: they're shaking hands already. We really have a peace mission. If that. <laughs> <laughs> I, when do we get to the pie mission? Because I don't like a piece of pie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how can we make money off of this? Well, um, see, yeah, you can't make money off peace. <laughs> Military industrial's already figured that out. No, you right? can
1: make money off of peace if you're the ones who started the war. Only if you're you, if you can provide the, like the cleanup. Yeah. Right. Like right, a, like, a re, like we right.
0: destroyed all your. Sh- I wasn't going to say, but yeah, oh, okay. we destroyed all your shit. But we'll be happy to come in and remake it for like a percentage of. Yeah whatever yeah i mean i get that but so because so if peace <laughs> so a lot of people are making money off of pie in the sky nobody's making money off peace except those who destroyed True. the thing and have
1: to rebuild but mm. like what about a piece of pie okay so serious question best guess on how you could uh, let's say you have no ethic or moral um barriers okay into this next question i've already i've already i've already role played this yeah okay yeah (laughs) how would you best make the most amount of money in the coming five years given the culture right now understanding the political climate understanding what technology
0: do i have access to
1: anything you can do anything and you have no moral or ethical boundaries
0: Something about a neutron bomb comes to mind, but I don't know yet exactly. I will we'll
1: never make money. Like, <laughs> I killed all the buyers and I left the infrastructure. <laughs> Fuck me. That's a trick question. That was a Rorschach test
0: and you just failed miserably. Well, in a business sense, but you know i mean i'm entertained like I, like
1: I still want to see where you're going with this, this got, is no, why we no. need another person to manage <laughs> us <laughs> and keep us on track because like you yeah, had neutrino bombs. that's good yeah yeah because
0: because um well cuz my mission i'm with greta i want to solve climate change Okay. and the less humans there are here's where i would go okay okay I, wait so you yeah yeah I'm with i it. I no, I, I'll I'll just, I see what you did there you just wanted to ask yourself that question, but you asked me so that I could fuck it up so that you could come in later with the marketing pitch that sounds like you're this, like
1: the, the guy who's really thought this shit out. That's what it seems I like. just want to wreck shit. This, that's what it seems like, but I literally just made this based off of okay. you saying Greta. Okay. So what I would do is that I would start a green or a carbon neutral amusement park that in order to become a part of it, you mm-hmm. have to join basically an MLM that must be in a very amusing park because you put up a pretty serious barrier. I can't just get a ticket. No, you got it. Like you got to tell your six friends to get. It. So yeah, I mean, no. Oh, so I could get in for free.
0: If I got my six friends to buy
1: tickets at yes. 50% off, you get a which discount. is what I tell them. You get them. a discount as soon as you get your friends in there. So if you get six friends, you can go for free. Okay. And if your friends get six friends each, they can go for free. That's amusing. It's, yeah, and it's
0: carbon neutral. How about if we make it like carbon negative? Like or... every ride you take, a dinosaur like comes back to life. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> can we? Can we that's, get there? That's how we
1: build the amusement park into Jurassic Park. See, now we're yeah. talking. And then
0: eventually, we'll need a neutron bomb because the dinosaurs will run amok. Yeah. start eating the buyers, and we'll just be like, "Hey, you're killing the fucking clients, man."
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- if
0: I needed a make... like, but if, but if we've it, but if they're only eating the people that we've already extracted the maximum value from, mm-hmm. then it's win-win. We've gotten everything we can out of them. They no longer serve a purpose except as dinosaur food, and dinosaurs eating people is great TV. Yeah. So
1: we could sell that like pay-per-view style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're onto something. I mean, we could have like a like a a romantic getaway uh, competition reality tv show in the we're dinosaur like, park yeah we're like Couples, couples go, island yeah. and like jurassic park mixed yeah i think that would work <laughs> i think it would work
0: i <laughs> can we have a boat that also has love on it take people to the island where the dinosaurs and the love other love <laughs> is i mean there's got to combine as many of this these things as possible i mean and all, they arrive on the island and the a-team welcomes them
1: 18 (laughs) all projections i mean the best the best way to make money over long time is real estate right at least in america oh yeah like without a doubt no matter what year you bought you could buy it in the worst recession 2008 you could have been like what an idiot that guy bought it and now you're like kicking yourself because 12 years later it's up like 40 percent or whatever yeah so that's the long term what's the short term best way to extrapolate money it's it's got to be really close to fraud you have to like like fire festival style which (laughs) which is essentially what that fucking lady did with Theranos. that's like the silicon valley version of Of, fire festival it happened over 12 years or whatever it ended up being so you need something that's like really fast where people can't notice it doesn't cost so much that you have to like actually repay anybody Mm mm-hmm so it's something like that.
0: S- space travel, like I, don't, I got no, nothing. We're in man.
1: between because we make high quality stuff, and it doesn't appreciate in value. So it's not like property, and it's not fraudy enough to, to extrapolate and push really quick. Well, if we never print another copy of Refuge, those will gain value
0: at some point. We just won't, hold- <laughs> we just won't be holding it. Yeah, It'll be, the value will be in the hands of others. Because yeah, because they bought. They it. already bought it. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, God, so we're damn. kind of we should have
1: just printed those and sat on them, man. <laughs> we have all these books; nobody can buy them or talk about them. Yeah, that's about as Fight Club as you get. No so, shit, so that's <laughs> about as bankrupt as you fucking get too. Yeah, it's pretty close. Which leads to Fight Club. It kind of does. Yeah. I mean, on a, on a real note, that the, the uh, on like kind of what got me down this road and thinking is like how I completely missed what probably a really valuable thing to us is because we totally missed what a section of what we do every day and don't talk about, it seems to be fundamentally really valuable to people. Oh, when we figured out the space program thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it still kind of shocks me a little bit to be like, to see how much interaction is going on there. Um, there there's 500 over 500 people on there. Okay. Um, but there's hundreds of comments now over the course of two months so now we're looking at like now that we know how many people are on there it's really changed how we need to build the structure of it oh yeah uh, and change it so we have like
0: happily the beta test was as long as it is yeah because otherwise we wouldn't have
1: exactly adapted so here and here's the the weird part is like i i want to make it i want to make it so the value isn't again we're taking the thing that we yeah. think isn't that valuable and i'm shifting it subconsciously okay to be the value of the thing that i can't actually control which is the interaction between people yeah like that's what i think the valuable thing is when you see it go when people like explain their experiences somebody goes oh and they get an idea and you see something grow yeah that's what i think is valuable and the sad thing is that like the people come for the exer- like yes the workouts
0: and hopefully understand that the value is in the the human interaction.
1: Right. So my structure going forward is trying to make it so that the thing that you buy, the monthly pass, Mm -hmm. or the subscription, now, I've got it, like, we have a whole program that Squarespace let us in on the beta version of first, uh, which is the membership area thing. I don't think it's going to work based off of now how I see it. Which is, I'm like kicking myself. Thankfully, they were a little... Behind, yeah, on the delivery
0: of said thing, because we might have snapped
1: that up. Had yeah, we for had sure the universe have. not decided that you know. So although, so now I'm at a weird spot where I could like take if I switch it over, it would become mundane. It would become a members area. It's yeah. like we we could put other stuff behind there because it's like a you know a paywall. Sure, and so you get access to that, but. What it would intuit is that it strings people along uh, for the subscription, which is how companies make money, is stringing them along for a subscription. I'm trying to do the opposite where I'm trying to, um, I guess, garner is the best word I could think of. Like, yeah. uh, garner a month that you sign up for, you get to forever be a part of. Now, you can go back. So how this works is like each month has its own um, – entry and then if you if you get in during a certain time we will only release a 24-hour sale period so you could go you know you could only do one month you're not liable for a a subscription but you could sign up for a subscription so you can go every month but then you would always have access to that month but if you do all of the months
0: that you subscribed to
1: and then if you don't and that
0: those individual months be are stand like they don't just disappear no If you have access to them, you can, everybody who has access to them can interact with the workouts and the people and the comments. Yeah. So even if this, this, let's just say it was November, 2020 Uh awesome month, by the way, um, (laughs) uh, not as good as October was, but you know, um, so if, if you bought November 2020 and there's. What is that? Twenty-eight workouts, thirty workouts, yep. something, and all of the commentary and interaction. If you bought access to that month, you have you, you can go back and see somebody else buys access to that month somewhere down the road, mm-hmm. right? Possibly, possibly. We don't. Okay, yeah. okay. So, but whoever's involved in, and, and doing the workouts in that month mm-hmm. um, and commenting about those things, about their experience, and other peoples are adapting based on what they learned or or, or had some creative. Uh, drive stimulated by a conversation or something like you, you can you can continue to interact with that particular month yes but if you didn't buy December right you will never have access to December and, and the and the and the conversations and and commentary that happens there
1: right so if we had the okay. m- members' pay area, man, it would make it a lot easier for me because you would just, when people subscribe, you oh, would no, just- no, that, that's not what we do. <laughs> t- trust me, I'm I like- mean, FYI. <laughs> I have been on my computer for like three days straight trying to mess with the members' area to see yeah. like how I could get it to work. And it seems like it dilutes, so essentially what it would mean is it doesn't matter when you show up, you would have access to all to the things that I already have. And if that's true, the real value is gone because the interaction isn't focused. So right now, each month, a week comes out at a time. The interaction is kind of known. Most people are going to be on these workouts, yeah. You know, throughout the week, and so the yeah, interaction to be some was random comment of something that right. happened a couple six months ago or yeah. whatever, but it, it could it could, and and that's kind of I don't and, know, and that's how we're going to ha- need to that's something we'll need to think about
0: like segregating the different silos and how like that is, that appears on, Oh, there's a new comment on November, 2020. And that appears as a dashboard notification in June, 2021. Yeah. Sh- if you bought access to it and maybe you could go back and see like, yeah. Hey, let me time travel a little bit. See, cause I remember, Oh, that workout. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> seems to be what it is <laughs> yeah. very close to
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> um, And that's kind of like, That's where I'm thinking about it in terms of, and there has to be the right amount of interaction. Like it can't be bogged down with totally irrelevant things. trivia. Although some people have been adding in their music preferences and that's been a really interesting addition. So then let's see, you know, which streaming service
0: we can eventually partner with that (laughs) that has those things available
1: and you could. It seems like Spotify would work. Okay. Where I can build a playlist, mm-hmm. and then you can export that playlist. That's what Show Your Role does. Okay. And it's pretty interesting. So, I mean, that yeah. that's one aspect to try to get this thing to morph and do whatever. We're looking at, like, discussion forums, or, and none of them really work because you kind of need everything in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And you need police. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I, in, I don't have in, time to monitor in, all these different...
0: Yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah, I want to, and maybe I mentioned this before, but uh, when when Brian Eno's at the, in the heyday of his forum, I, he's I think he had um, thirty different people moderating. Oh no shit! Yeah, so there was there, there were you know yeah. certain uh, topical areas, uh-huh. and there might be you know let's say a, you know a half dozen mon you know moderators mm-hmm. for that particular thing, and um, uh, and so yeah. they were and 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 they, and they because he created the culture of you know, being fucking cool. Yeah. Up front. It wasn't um, that hard. They just, they, they stepped on all bad behavior, super hard up front. Yeah. And then it, that became the culture of the forum and it was welcoming and educational and fucking fantastic.
1: Yeah. I I haven't had to delete any comments yet. Yeah. Nothing. It's like, most of it is straight to the point, good questions, good interaction, good explanations mm. of what people did. Every once in a while, you don't really understand somebody's jargon because yeah. of cultural difference. But, sure. uh, but also, some people get it. I just might miss a couple things. Yeah. So maybe it's just my deficit. But um, so far, that's been good. Uh, the only trick is really trying to, le- again, tr- trying to find out like what the most valuable thing is. And I think there's inherently a network of people that are so fucking bored with training. They do it because they know ultimately it's good for them Mm -hmm. and they can train intelligently because they know, but they also, they know what does what, but they have quit looking up. Yeah. Like, I think like the, this culture, like in we think we know all about gyming and it's like, yeah, we, we know a lot about fitness. Like it's kind of well known, but there's still, I think it's just starting like to where you'd get style and where like you're appropriate, like you can stay interested for a long time that way.
0: Oh yeah. I don't think it's any other way. And, and, and especially if there's, if there's an alternate objective mm-hmm. outside of the, the, and even if you never go yeah. do the objective, yeah. if it's just like this imaginary thing that you're training for, but you can, you can come up with the thing and then design the program to be able to go, you know, to, to, to be the, the best version of yourself, or whatever, to actually do the thing. And whether you go do it or not, I don't yeah. know. But I mean, I, and I just think about that. I was in here last night, and we were doing some exercise, and I was just like, "Well, I'm, this here's what I'm doing." Yeah. Um, and it's because I have this idea that in I think three weeks or four weeks now that I, I might go ice climbing. Oh shit! I heard about this, <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, i'm just like well that's pretty awesome. i know someone who's gonna be in the area that i might want to that i'm probably gonna go mm-hmm. who can put the rope up there for me nice because i'm not taking it up there i'm not getting in front <laughs> jesus fucking because risk is a different thing there's like you can do the movement it's been 15 years uh the pl- last time i went waterfall climbing was probably 2010
1: oh uh, okay okay yeah that's 10 years
0: yeah it's a long time. A fucking long time. Yeah. And I realized, you know, hey, my grip ain't what it used to be <laughs> or whatever. So, but are but, the tools but, different? Are they like, fuck, like, they got a sharp end. They got something you hang on to. Okay. Like, whatever. They used to have a strap on them that you put around your body. They don't body do that anymore? And, uh, yeah. You don't fucking know. You just hang on now. Oh, okay. And then you can kind of leave it and like, a, like it's a, di- I mean, I, and I came in on the tail end of that. Okay. So, I mean, the whole leashless thing is not completely foreign. Right. Um, but, uh but I, but I realized like, oh I uh, that's something that's in front of me that's been kind of got since, you know, since Josh Tyler, since Fight Club ended because mm. he moved. Josh, I'm still sad. I My neck's just about healed though, so well, By the time uh, you get back <laughs> I'll be time, ready to Yeah, go. Next time next visit, you you know, yeah, you can stuff another takedown and I'll uh <laughs> yeah, no, it's not quite heel shit. I lied. <laughs> um anyway, uh but but that was kind of getting me into res- like to wake up earlier, to go to bed earlier on the night before fight club or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like the external motivations I think are really really necessary for people whether those motivations are real or not. Like yeah. whether you'll actually execute the thing. And for sure, I've talked about it enough now. I'm probably fucking going ice climbing but um (laughs) it's not really getting out of it because i because all of every excuse i had has now been you know i don't have the thing i'll loan you the thing but i i'm not gonna be like if i fall at this age i'll break and and, no i'll put the rope up for you like i'm gonna be there like you'd say when you're gonna be there i'll buy a fucking plate like it is hilarious kind of what's been happening i'm just like i guess i'm like it's kind of committed by my own fucking big mouth as i ever have been Um, (laughs) but but now it's just like oh well i come in here and i do stuff because i don't want to be completely unable right and i want to have a good experience with it like there's an itch i want to scratch it yeah i want to scratch it well so i'm gonna you know tune my artificial experiences in here, in order to allow that to happen, and I think that's a really critical facet of, you know, the gym, the head down gym yeah. training, and, and that's why that the head is down. Yeah, because there's no reason to. Like, if you know, if you're just doing it because you think it's because you know
1: it's good for you. Yeah, there's nothing to look for. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, it, and then there's also, and if you yeah. can't look forward to the thing external. Yeah. Then there's you're certainly not going to explore internally within the structure of the individual training sessions mm-hmm. or the people with whom you train or the environment you train in. Yeah. Like, a, you have to
1: look up. I totally, I, yes, I agree. Yeah, I and it's it's interesting because we have a lot of good contributors now, like Paul Warrior, uh, has been giving one session, Berkey, uh, Casey. Uh, they've sent me some, and I've gotten after it. Like uh, uh, when it first started, I was like too boring to that. I was like cutting yeah. out everything and people really acknowledged very quickly what I was trying to get towards mm-hmm. and they, they adapted almost immediately. And you're like, you have this, I, Paul gave me something. I've used it all week because I, I thought it was so funny. It was basically a wall sit mm-hmm. with a push press so I took his structure. So it's like, I forgot his structure because I made up kind of my own yeah. and then I fucking added some other bullshit to it. So, and I, I mean, we can give this a it because it'll, it'll end up next week in the space program and everybody, you should know what yeah. kind of bullshit's in there. <clears throat> Essentially, you need to do 75 bicep curls with a very non-intimidating dumbbell weight okay. while you're sitting in a wall sit. You can only work every other 30 seconds. If you break away from the wall, you have to do five burpees, and then get back right back on the wall. It's 75 bicep curls and 75 push press. You can only work every other 30 seconds. That's fucking brilliant. I have a picture of one of our clients' faces today that tells you everything you need to know about that experience. When people, like, you don't, it's light enough that you just go fucking fast, right? if you're lucky and you have a little bit of shoulder endurance, you can keep it up. But not for both of them. So at some point, yeah. it's going to turn really miserable. And because you're in a wall sit, there's no kip there. You cannot use your legs. And when your shoulders fail, it's so good. It's everybody's <laughs> and then shoulders when you, fail. So, and then when you break... Yeah.
0: Then you got nothing for the fucking burpee. The burpees must just, Shoulders like just fucking cerebral
1: palsy burpees. So I allowed oh it to be God. a little bit strategic. I go, like, yeah. you can take as long as you want to recover during the burpee. The second you finish the fifth burpee, though, you're back on. Yeah. So if you plan it correctly, you fall out. Yeah. You take as much time during the rest period as possible. and, and You end up on a 30-second period when you can't work. Yes. Nice. So you can be strategic about it. Everybody gets what they need if you pick the weight correctly. Sounds like everybody gets what they deserve. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, when I was first playing with the scheme, Mm -hmm. again, this is was kind of the fun part. Is like I got a little bit off. Okay. Um, and I had to make up some rules because originally I required that you held it in a rack position, dumbbell rack position. That's a little bit too much because once it fails, it's super fun. It's not coming back. Yeah. So I let people even rest them on their thighs because mm-hmm. guess what? You're not hiding. You're still in a wall sit position, which is super shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It it ended up being a good little piece. And that's all because I saw what Paul was doing with his. And it's like you take little pieces and you make it your own, and hopefully, other people do the same. They take yeah. like ridiculous shit that we're doing and make it their own kind of deal.
0: Well, I'll just th- this one's probably never gonna go into a program, okay. but it's something I've I've d- I've done gone through this twice now. Okay, that um that uh, so standing, you know, I do the finger curls with the yeah. Olympic bar. Uh-huh. So standing is you do your fing- you do eleven finger curls. Okay then seven RDLs with the same weight without letting the bar down, oh, and then five pendlet, uh, supinated okay. uh, bent over rows. Yeah. And um, and just start with an empty bar. Yes. So you do your 11, seven, five, easy, and then you add 10s, yeah. and add 10s, and then add, maybe you take a 10 off and add 15s, or however you wanna progress, but by the time you get up to around 115 pounds, and you've been, and it's on your fourth or fifth set, yeah, it's pretty fucking good, <laughs> like because okay. you can't like find. Last night I got to a weight whatever it was, and I I could let's see, two tens, so thirty five on each yeah yeah so one fifteen because thirty five on each side is yeah that right mm-hmm. um so I got to one fifteen that was set five. And I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to do. Your I can't. I, fucking- I can't do the fucking rows. Like, even if I could do the rows, <laughs> with uh, I can't hold on to the fucking bar anymore. And you can. And there's obviously limitless possibilities, sure. but it's just a trick to like, oh, you do your to, to to work on grip and and pulling in. Let's just say an unusual position, yeah. you know, or whatever. It, it's incorporating a lot of different things, but it's really a a, a tricky grip." <laughs>
1: thing and with nice prime numbers I, I was about to say i appreciate the prime number a little yeah yeah, yeah. you one on friday mm-hmm. with um that was fucking miserable <laughs> my oh the thing with the pull up with the, yeah the, the the yeah do you know what the weird part is is like that on its own nah, whatever like i you look yeah. at it you're like 100 pull-ups you know a bunch of stuff it's yeah. a chipper it's like there's really no problem there and it's not like we were death pacing it it no. was just after no
0: you were just trying to get it done however the previous there was an
1: appetizer that was the fucking worst thing and I took an edible before it oh and I couldn't tell how hard I was going like I had no uh, feedback as, as to and I was looking at the number like I should this seems about right but I'm not feeling it even like two minutes into the first segment I was like yeah. am I overcooking it and it turned out to be exactly the right pace okay Identical to what I needed to hold. But it just kind of fucked with me a little bit. And then the next day, um, right after that, me and Keegan had a team workout. Um, Not cool. (laughs) Because whatever you're doing has been like shifting what he's programming. Oh, yeah. I've noticed some. uh, The movements pop. So there's like this fucking head cutter, push press, fucking air squat into a team ski thing. Yeah. Gross. Nice. I was tra- yeah, it was fucking stupid.
0: I mean, it's funny because like some of those things where if you know the trick beforehand, you, you may be able mm-hmm. to um, evade the dire consequences. <laughs> but, but you might not, especially if it's in a group. Like I can tell you what the problem, where the problem is going to be on the thing. Sure, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is where I want the moment to yeah. happen and I, this is what I you know, what I want to see and wh- what the result of the trick will be. Um, and, and if you knew that exactly, you would be able to handle the pacing appropriately. Yeah. But then you get like the flow of the group and the energy of the group interaction and whatever like... Doesn't matter, yes. Yeah. You know, pacing, dosing, <laughs> like hold in reserve, rev limiter shit, you want to apply to it, goes out the fucking window. Yeah. And that is also glorious. Yeah, to watch people who are smarter than they're behaving.'
1: <laughs> getting <laughs> that's, completely fucked. It's kind of the best. I mean, it is kind of the point. It's like how do you get taken into the deep end? And th- this is the trick. like yeah, you can't hurt yourself, kind of. Like, you can learn to, yeah. but even then, everybody kind of pulls back and isn't willing. That first appetizer segment, if you give that to me any day, I know exactly. I've done it multiple times. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with it, but I'm also looking around like, it's going to be so obvious if I hide, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And I even know what's coming next, but if I hide here, it it's going to reflect poorly. You're going <laughs> to like look up and be like, oh, obviously, you know, Michael didn't go that fucking hard. Yeah, so you gotta like (laughs) do something in between stupidity and laziness you just have to (laughs) yes (laughs) which and there lies creativity (laughs) It kind of does like how to get people to do certain things
0: um i I, I mean it's always been that like i think we are you know if if we think about it we are efficiency machines yeah let's fucking listen to us talking about fitness man i Um, know right and, and 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 to be able, like, you've got enough experience. Like, in the beginning, I'm, I'll just go 2004, 2005 time frame. You know, I'd write shit on a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. People would come in. They have no idea what they're fucking looking at.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, you yeah. don't
0: know how to read it. Right. Flat, you know, fast forward 10 fucking years. People Everybody walk is. in, everybody's just like, oh, yeah, I need to go this pace here, and I've yeah. done this before, and blah, blah, blah. So, how do you get people to, you know, because they want to stay in the part of the pool where when they're on their tiptoes, they can still breathe. Yeah. Right. And they and people are really good at figuring out how to stay in that you know slightly uncomfortable but not dangerous place. Mm-hmm. And the the, the 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 creative nature of a training session should be designed specifically there on the ones that need to be hard. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I mean, deep water comes in many forms, but um, the things that need to be hard, like how do you get like the person who Knows how to dose everything and pace everything in order to you know, like how do you trick them? Yeah, how do you trick them? I I think it's a it's a I mean it's a fucking art form.
1: It kind of is, and th- this is what I'm seeing is like, man, one of our most valuable assets, our ability to do this in a training scenario, really went to sleep for quite a while. Like I was still training people over the mm-hmm. past couple of years, you, you off and on, and then kind of finished in 2000. 17. 17, yeah. Sure. So it's gone to, let's just say it went to like a low hum. Like I wasn't, I could still be creative because that's why I enjoy about training other people is coming up with tricky little things. Um, But it had really like, I was bored with it Mm -hmm. only because I was bored myself. So I wasn't, I wasn't interested to make other people interested. Yeah. And one of the really interesting things to come out of this is to watch everybody kind of like, Oh, everybody's into training again. Like suddenly it's become an interesting thing. Um, and I had no idea how fucking bored people were until you start reading about how, I mean, I have a list I've I've pulled excerpts from all the comments. Yeah. I have a list of people of them talking about each individual workout, especially the FYFs of like (laughs) how fucking sinister and how they didn't see it coming. You're talking about some experienced people. Okay. Um, like some people that I know that have been training for a really long time, it's really hard to trick them. You have almost always tricked them into being, uh, man, I did not see that coming in the shoulders, on the legs, on the whatever. The grip was fucking gone. Um, it's really tricky. I, I like the word sinister. Could, could you it's, say that again? It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of what it is. I mean... And then there's some really powerful moments too, because you're not, it's not all about hard. Yeah. And that's what we try to explain to people is like now, and I'll try to like put it in there either. I'll I'll warn people this is some of the best way to actually trick somebody mm-hmm. is to tell them up front exactly what they're headed to. Oh, yeah. Right? You're like, this because is Because they're too. also
0: used to... But the, only, but the reason that works is that they're used to being tricked.
1: Yes. And so <laughs> they don't take your truth at face value. And so... <laughs> so I gave... Uh, we've been doing this hour-long um, thing, trying to get people more efficient and, and actually to calm down and to be able... Especially yeah. given the cultural thing implication of going hard and taxing your lungs Mm -hmm. we're just adding a lot of like long features into the training and then uh, for the first time i forgot how powerful that can be for somebody on the on a different kind of spectrum yes so so because a lot of people like when you think like oh it's it's tricky it's sinister
0: it's like and and people just go oh fuck it must have been super hard And, and whatever their idea of hard is it's a really nice trick to uh, redefine that for
1: them. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what, what is hard? It, it's not yeah. about the pain necessarily from it's, the intensity. Sometimes hard is just being in your own head. And this happened in here when, you know, me and Keegan tested it. We liked it. We gave it to pretty much everybody because I always want to see the reaction. and know a meaning kind of, of life thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of our clients in the morning... Um, she got done and I could see it like welling up mm-hmm. like I could see like oh it's about over it's been it's only an hour right yeah. but I could see it like building and I was like I know that look like that's how I felt after my first half Ironman like it's like this emotional response from training And it yeah. was like a smile slash I'm about to start bawling my eyes out Yes. like and not understand like I don't understand what's going on with my body it's not <laughs> reacting the way that I expect it to And literally they ended and she just kind of sat on the floor and gave some (laughs) smile and some tears for a while. And it was just like, I didn't need, you don't need to say anything. You just appreciate where somebody's at and go, it's exactly what you're supposed to get from something like this. It means you committed and you let yourself go for a long enough period of time where you could go somewhere else. And when that came back, maybe it was frightening. Maybe it was. You're just processing something. It's like a way to process whatever's going on in your head, which I think is why I was attracted to endurance stuff. Is because you, you're like it's like therapy for a lot of people. Fuck yeah! And so to see that and just be like it wasn't hard was it and it's like no it's not the intensity it's not it's not like why people think you're emotional it's like something shifted in you while you were doing something um, and part of that i think is yes there's effort but it's the duration of it mm-hmm.
0: that d- d- you know a, a period of time when you are compelled to be in relationship or confrontation with yourself mm. and without any like there's you're not looking at your there's no outside influence you are as Berkey puts it circling the drain yeah
1: you know on your own yeah you're You're it's all internal yeah and maybe that's what this
0: is a really weird um it's all internal but but the experience is happening in a group
1: environment which is freaky yes Uh, and well I was gonna say that there's a weird thing where you're like it's a deep parasympathetic state like, yeah, you're exercising, so, like, there's some cortisol, so you could chemically be sympathetic, but the nature is parasympathetic, which means it's, like, loss of self, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's what freaks a lot of people out, is if yeah. you go, and, and I think it can happen, if you if you haven't done endurance stuff, I think it can happen fairly quickly. Like, 45 minutes to an hour, you start to see I if mean, people go at the right pace. Apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't think it would go there, but when you see it happen, you're like, okay if given the right circumstances, you can build this aspect into actual gym work, which mm-hmm. is really rare. I used to think that gym work was really superficial. And now you're seeing almost like, but I, I think you're seeing we, we the evolution of the skill an of it. entire
0: project on reacting to the superficiality yeah. of it. And like to try and make it real. And now it feels almost like we got ca- caught up mm-hmm. In the, I mean, got dragged back into the attitude of, that it is superficial,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're re, like reacting to it again. It it almost I, I don't, not yeah. in the sense that I'm repeating myself or we are repeating ourselves or something, but what we consider superficial now is pretty deep is something that we would have considered fairly deep back then. Mm. Like our progress along this path of what is meaningful in the training sense, what is shallow, what uh, um, what we'll have, what can we create that has, like, can we, instead of just having impact, which was easy, Mm -hmm. it was like, just add more. Like back and, yeah. then, can we actually guide the impact, the nature of the impact on an individual level? I think that's where we are now versus back then it was kind of blanket.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go you're, hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, well, because that was the, I think that was the, um, the effective tool at the time given oh, people's yeah. hesitation towards going hard. And so we saw that as... The uh, non-superficial is like giving a good effort, which is still there. But now you know how common it is to at least go hard and be oh, stupid. Yeah, people, like, yeah, there's plenty of, you know, there's boxes everywhere. You know, like, you go like hard, it's, it's in any it's spin common. class, you yeah. can see it. You any go any, hard, get sick. Yeah, uh, It's really yeah. almost easy. And now I'm trying to imagine what that, like now what we view as superficial that actually isn't. Uh, but had, and then, I think it's change. I think it's metamorphosis like on an internal level when you can see somebody change themselves and change the way they so carry themselves. So we're steering mm-hmm.
0: the depth the, you know, the, uh, of the experience or we're steering the experience and outcome in, in a way that we were unable to before. Yeah. So hence like, okay, what we saw as maybe deep then we see as superficial now because it was general. It was like a blanket fucking give everybody this pill and they will be transformed. And then, yeah. when everybody got the hard pill, then we added the long pill. Yeah, right. And then, so now you get hard and long. And that's a standard Jim Jones workout. It's you know, it's twenty nine minutes instead of eleven on average, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck. So much the hard, difference. So hardcore. So hard. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, obviously, if eleven's easy, then twenty two would just be double eleven, and so you'd need to add some. More, any or you know, whatever. Like, so they got the hard pill and then they got the long and the hard and long, and then, um, and then like, but it's, but, but it's the blanket part of it mm. that I think is, you know, somewhere along the way. I mean, we're not obviously, you know, we are applying, imposing, whatever. Certain sessions on a group of a, a group of people, mm-hmm. and not adapting it individually necessarily, but except th- by you know, s- you know, scaling the stimulus in some way. But it might be that okay, I'm talking to you, you know, you, I'm if if I'm in that group setting, I'm just going to go last Friday night. I'm mm-hmm. talking to Trevor in a different way than I'm talking to Ken in a different way than sure. I'm talking to Rachel. So I am sort of modifying the stimulus on an individual level in some way, as I'm interacting with people through that process, which was not something that was possible for us 10 years ago. Yeah. Cause it was the blanket or 15 years ago, let's say.
1: Yeah. and Maybe that's a, um, even though let's call it like a, 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 just a general workout that's made for the masses. I think what we're actually, especially through the space program is actually trying to teach people to tune it to themselves. I hope we can. Well, I I think that's what you're getting because you're starting to see people. Well, I didn't have this, so I use this. So they're trying to equate the feeling of a session, and that is something. And then choosing it. Yes, that's never been taught. Yeah. Like that. That has never been. Like when you read a workout, they don't talk about the feeling that it gives you. But we're feeling machines, and so therefore, if we can orchestrate it, given somebody's abilities and disabilities. Yeah. To. To have a similar feeling, now you just created an, an emotive experience that is shared, and that's kind of what brought our first symposium together. Was doing the Red Bull Four Hundred. It was yeah. like a shared emotive experience where everybody, although it was different for some people, yeah. some was much longer, some was much shorter. It was, it was <laughs> all enjoyed. yeah well, yes, by the. <laughs> hacking cough that happened for the next eight hours (laughs) and i guess that and we've kind of delivering covid 400 meters at a time (laughs) i I think we remarked on that day is like man that was actually perfect and we could have never predicted that yeah like and this is also something we couldn't have predicted is that this ability to translate a feeling to other people by using certain equipment yeah you're 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 translating like a very human experience to somebody else. And then you have this acknowledgement without words sometimes where you're like, ouch. And you're like, yeah, or, or you just look at each other and you're like, yeah, man, I know how many, (laughs) how many times you've given your training partner a look as like, what the fuck did we do? Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting process. And I didn't realize how important that is for people, especially given what is happening now, which is, Now you don't have a gym you can go to in most places anymore, or there's less people there, or just the the general interaction between humans is radically changing. And so, if I can't communicate my ideas or uh, my worries or et cetera, et cetera, like how most humans alleviate their stress is by communicating their stress to other people, that's therapy in in most cases. So if you take that away, how else are people getting it? Yeah. Like they're not doing it at work. There's no, there's no like water cooler talk. There's no gym scenario that's group training for most people. There's definitely like, especially since Utah shut down like jujitsu gyms basically. Yeah. Th- I mean, to see all my training partners essentially go fucking crazy for the next two weeks. Yeah. It's like everybody's kind of losing. They're like they lost their thing where they got to communicate with other people, look them in the face, roll around, do something physical. It was taken away for a long time, then given back for taken just enough
0: time yeah. and then taken away again. Yeah. Like that's really how you induce psychosis. Oh, right, think, people, right. Like. <laughs> just like little threat.
1: And I get like, yeah, I'm like given the potential, I don't want to sound, I-, I get that most people think that we're like denying most things. Yeah. Um, which is. I don't th- so far from the truth, but hey, whatever. Believe what you want. True, and I was like, we ask for numbers and stuff. I should say that, man. I just haven't really looked either because we practice in our way that keeps us safe, actually. And I, yeah. I, I think we should actually make that apparent to most people that that might be listening to think like, oh, they're just like not yeah wearing this, masks. By the, by
0: the time you hear this, there will be an you know this an, an article mm-hmm. posted on the site that we wrote. Uh, you know, to talk about like the most recent Utah lockdown and how we are responding to it and, and how like, like one of the things that, um, I refuse to get habituated into fucking FaceTime or zoom bullshit as normal social interaction. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the world is fucking doing it. And that will be, that will be their downfall. Mm hmm. I'm just like, hey, don't, you know, refuse to do it. Everybody, fuck Zoom. It's not communication. You don't see into their eyes. You don't even know where to fucking look Mm -hmm. while you're talking at your fucking screen. You can't smell them. You can't feel them. You can't hear them. You can't, you know, actually see how they're, moving in real time because it's not fluid. It's some jittery bullshit mm. because of, you know, everybody's on zoom at the same time. So obviously bandwidth issues <laughs> and, and, and you're starting to think that that's fucking normal and that's the way it's going to be in the future. That will be, that's one. That's why I said neutron bomb is because all of these motherfuckers are, are, we are going to turn our, so by accepting that level of behavior, uh, you know, ridiculous restrictions and workarounds given to us by leaders who are only trying to cover their fucking asses Mm. is going to turn society into something that is unsustainable. And I and I refuse. It's not mean doesn't mean I'm not gonna, you know, that I'm gonna refuse to wear a mask outside or I'm gonna do shit that makes other people uncomfortable or whatever. But hey, my bubble is my bubble. Mm Mm-hmm. And do you want to come into do you want to come into this bubble where we operate in this way? Well, there are certain conditions, mm-hmm. and you have to behave a certain way. Don't bring your outside into our inside and make it our uh, you know mm-hmm. our your side or however it's going to be. But if you just if we just start accepting these things without thinking, without some resistance. I want to say critical thought. Maybe it's not critical. Maybe it's selfish. Maybe it's bullshit. You know, I don't know, you know, how to describe it necessarily, but like, we need to figure out how those guys can, you know, how your crew can still practice Mm jujitsu and be safe because yeah, they're going crazy
1: and crazy gets on others. Yeah. Would you say (laughs) that? right done zoom, sorry zoom is to communication as spreadsheets are to training
0: yeah a hundred percent
1: so did we just find it, what we are most <laughs> valuable at it, which is le- uh, like teaching people how to feel certain things that we know how to feel maybe
0: maybe yeah
1: L- like uh, that might be the communication part because I think that that's a, a highlight of our ability as coaches is generally communication, like being able to communicate properly most of the time, every once in a while. I we're mean, you know,
0: up. disappointed dad as, you know, coach is that that's
1: worked pretty good. And so we're, we're <laughs> it's a just a form of communication. We're just <laughs> translating a feeling of how to feel a certain yeah. thing. And if you feel enough things, you become more sensitive to certain things, to, to other things.
0: Yeah. And I, and I, and this is, I mean, I've had a, you know, people are, you know they're having remote ge- Like I see the podcast where the remote guest Tunes in and yep. whatever and I'm just like no not Interested no not at all like not at all And so when you know I've had a couple Of invitations in the last two weeks of like hey Would love to get you on the podcast blah, and I'm like yeah That would sell some shit for me but yeah. It would also be useless for me Yeah like I Wouldn't be into it Yeah you wouldn't get Any clearer idea of who I am Or what I think because you're going to be reading a list of questions, you can't see me, you can't fucking smell me, you can't look at the gestures, you can't, f- you know, feel the energy that I'm projecting, feel the discomfort, the, the discomfort or the yeah. disgust at, you know, your lack of preparation, um, you know, or whatever. Like, no, I'm not going to know. We, if if yeah. we, you're going to have this conversation, you're going to have to take the fucking risk. You're going to either going to fly me and make me take the risk to where you are or which is also going to cost you a fair, you know, bit yeah. of money so you better have an idea of like how you're going to fucking monetize that or repay yourself or whatever. Or you really want to do it, fucking come here. We have yeah. a studio. We can talk about it. We can communicate I- I- in a way that is absolutely real
1: and that that does that cannot happen remotely. Yeah, I I think the real question that I don't think a lot of people are asking is like who and what is worth the risk? Yeah. And and I think that's like you know, there's some things that are so obviously worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, being with your loved one. Yeah. Obviously worth the risk. Yeah. I, I mean <laughs> I think it's like of course it is, even though there's weird fucking rules that go with like who you live with in your household or what you're supposed supposed to I practice mean, social distancing, which is Okay, idiotic. right
0: now we're about six feet apart, maybe. Mm-hmm can't really tell about yeah yeah yeah, we're about six feet apart so maybe we're not breaking you know because we're employees of this business sure like and according to the current edict we are supposed to be wearing masks at work
1: right yeah yeah sound what in the (laughs) fuck I, i i i'm 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 totally flabbergasted by kind of the whole that i think that hypocrisy of it all of like Well, what do you think a mask does? Like, and I get like, okay, you could, you could minimize the risk. And you're like, well, the risk is that the people that I work with, that I, that I work so closely with Mm -hmm. communication is the most important thing. Yeah, And if I interrupt that with being unable to, I don't see somebody's mouth gestures, facial features, something like that. Yeah, We're going to risk miscommunicating, which is detrimental to everybody yes um, I mean so there's there's the miscommunication part but then there's
0: also the sort of like so I live in a building where there's other units mm-hmm. the other night I'm like I I don't know that somebody's out in the hallway in front of my unit or somebody's walking in the front door I open the door to take the trash out right I don't have a mask on because I'm, I'm going down to the fucking trash thing I can no matter what I can control my distance right. in that situation I don't have a mask on. Three people come through the front door uh, coming back from some social thing, whatever. And they, they walk up the stairs and I'm like, you know stand as close to my door as mm-hmm. possible i'm like hey how's it going and you know I'm through the mask or whatever and then i hear them you know further yeah. down the hallway one of them's like i'm with gary herbert who happens to be the governor of utah and like and they start talking about they're wearing the mask and i'm not wearing a mask <laughs> you know what i'm supposed to wear a mask in my fucking place where i live that's my household bitch. i think, I, I think you know, a lot or, of
1: people actually think that
0: oh yeah like that it's just in the air everywhere around <laughs> yeah. that it's that it's existing that it's airborne that you know when there's no source so- or carrier and i you know i kind of wanted to walk down the hallway and just throttle and like i'm with i'm with think for your fucking self And do some research about the 17% versus the 3% about the distance that, you know, this and that and the other thing and what humidity levels allow it to exist for longer on certain surfaces and that. And like, for fuck's sake, you just, like, and this came back, there was like a whole thing um, when I was a bit more of an asshole back in the day and I realized, no, they're just looking for someone to tell them what to do. Because they're yeah. too stupid or lazy to like learn what to do on their own, and so they will. If they're dying for someone to tell them what to do, they're going to gravitate to the first dude who rides up on a horse and tells them what to do. I think.
1: I, I mean, obviously that's true. I, I, this I st- mean, this story I came. Mean, there's, this story came last night from somebody that goes here. That uh, <laughs> they they work at a. A building with a lot of uh-huh. employees, and when the COVID thing first shot off, yeah, a very overweight lady who worked in the office, she took three months off because her doctor told her if she got COVID, she would die, so she couldn't handle the risk. Yeah, by like probably right. Okay, so yeah. she takes three months off. Um, comes back to work finally. When the did she did during that those three months? Did she drop some weight? No, like take herself out of the high risk category.
0: None of that. Didn't do she anything to change her <laughs> receptiveness to the virus. No, that's okay. asking way too much. Uh, yeah, sorry. So, I, I, you know, this apparently just I
1: happened last week. Um, she she's an older lady, mm-hmm. so age and weight are yeah. going to get her. She was looking to travel for the holidays to go to uh, her kid's house and see her grand um, something something. And she apparently had a cough, and her family was like, hey, uh, how long have you been sick? And she's like, oh, it's just a cough. You know, I, I, I didn't even miss a day at work. It's not a big deal. And they're like, before you come here, will you go get tested? And she's like, are you serious? You're going to make me go get tested? And you're like, yeah. We, I mean, if you have a cough, like, you know, yeah. just so you don't, you know, just be cool. Yeah. She went tested totally positive for COVID. She's had it. She's been going to work, spreading it all around <laughs> this is a lady that was so mortified about the risk of death, yeah, that she couldn't come to work. And then just like within a a month or two of that very real life scenario or or like possibility of dying, <sighs> completely forgot about what any symptom was or about illness in general. Now, I'm kind of with her on like not being terribly granted I'm not over a certain age and I'm not obese so in that case I might fret about it a little bit more but it Mm -hmm. just shows like I think you're right in people's attention span or care or whatever it's like the first white knight that shows up you don't ask for an identification card you're like no horse is shiny they're obviously official yeah Um, yeah and he's got a lance so and I I (laughs) like to think like if I divide the population up about, you know, there's definitely, I think it's a rare thing that an individual um, tries to do more with their life and time than what is easy to get. If that makes sense. Like, that, that there's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Please. I'm a choir. Preach more. I, I mean, <laughs> like, but I, like, I think of myself as very fucking lazy and unmotivated in I, I just same same in certain times I feel like yeah. sometimes overwhelmed because of the sense that I know I need to do more I know that like I I'm wasting a lot of time although I don't I, I'm trying mm-hmm. but I'm not like there's some people out there just fucking doing things and creating art Holy and like fuck it's just it's a, like you see somebody that is the you know the doer the yeah. creator the
0: you're just like god damn it god damn it god damn it I mean
1: like, it doesn't it and it puts me like i feel like an asshole even like pretending that i'm trying sometimes because there's people that actually do it and then there's a level that i'm probably just barely ahead of which is most people which is like just like no i'm good with everything like everything's fine like it's status quo all the way through uh, like job is fine i'm fine making this money i'm fine never seeing anything other than what i see and i i I gotta imagine that in that perspective, yeah, like why would you wanna trust anybody else? Like as long as the status quo is there, I'm making my money, yeah, I can have my pizza on Friday nights, I can have my drinking binge, my you know mediocre whatever relationship. If all of these things are made it doesn't get any worse, there's very few people that are gonna wanna kick and scream. yeah uh, it's it's only people that are like, wait, hold on. Like you said something about my freedom to do something and produce something um, that you get kind of up in arms about. Well, and and there in that regard, it's just like,
0: you know, maybe go back to the essential, -essential Mm non-essential discussion of like nobody's, you know, on on the one hand, if, hey, if you're going to pay me to be non-essential, then I don't care what you call me. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you're gonna yeah. pay me more to be non-essential than you were than I was getting paid when I was essential, yeah, as a barista or whatever, um, then I'm good with it. Yeah. You know, when that 36 weeks runs out, 36 weeks runs out, I might be a little bit. Upside. That was the $1,100, right, for the 36 weeks. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh no, that I, was the that was that was the
0: 12. Okay, yeah, yeah, 12. Weeks. 11. Yeah, I didn't ever got the 11. <laughs> Oh, 1200, sorry No, no, I'm teasing Maybe I got taxed In advance Because, you know Fuck But Yeah, I think Like a lot of Political leadership Has to do with pacifying the populace Like just Keep keep them just happy enough (sighs) Because otherwise Fucking You know What is it, the tree of liberty and yeah yeah, yeah. About blood and well else. i mean there's that or scenario like, no i'm not saying that should happen i'm just no, saying no, like right. how, look, it, look so but that's what they think when they you know when they're about to lose an election right you, you know that's like the equivalent it's not like you know you don't get fucking you know tied to a tree and slain in order to give fluid to the tree you know anymore no you just get fucking out of office and become irrelevant right and And that's the equivalency based on, you know, the, you know, the advances that have been made in society.
1: I mean, I I guess it's the whole, this is a very like Eastern thought kind of deal, but uh, there's no, like, there's just other animals. Like people are just another animal in a herd of animals, (laughs) right? Like, it yeah. is it's just yeah. a large no, group of yeah. fucking musky disgusting animals yeah. that just happen to be able to talk and make airplanes yeah. like it's like the, yeah. there, there really is no difference some fire uh yeah okay wheels technology you know, yeah, there's a couple text, things in there yeah. but there's also like well fucking dolphins don't need that shit they can they don't need the internet they can communicate over thousands of miles through sonar like they yeah. that this is like you know we need them because we're dumb monkeys, so there's this idea that like there's this great and those dolphins are looking out and they're just going like. Eighty percent of you motherfuckers can't even swim.
0: Right? You can't even come to my world, motherfucker. You can, you can like, you and can if you throw do, I'll it on probably top. try to
1: rape you. Yeah, exactly. Super rapey dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's a Harvey Weinstein dolphin out there that's just <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking cleaning house. No shit. The, 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 what I can't understand Flipper. is that, uh, yeah, is that Flipper's a, probably a, one Flipper of them. Flipper was a he was in entertainment. He was
0: into children, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was in entertainment into kids. <laughs> fucking awesome. I found a flippers flipper that I Weinstein <laughs> Dolphins. All, All right. It. So the name of this
1: episode is... <laughs> the Harvey Weinstein of <laughs> Dolphins. So the the idea um, that another human being, because no, another fl- monkey has no. fucking gray hair. Flipper invented QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> flipper is the QAnon. Yeah. That's a QAnon drop. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, the, okay. the idea that there's another ape that just has like, you know, different features. Yeah. Um, less hair yeah definitely and more body fat apparently and (laughs) less time on this earth that person through their experience gets to dictate what the next generation gets to experience this is the most absurd fucking way of living actually when you put it in perspective now humans should be allowed to organize awesome we can create technology we can do other things but when it comes to dictating how somebody has their experience, I have some questions (laughs) as you should. Uh, uh, I don't think a lot of people have questions about that. Like, uh, like we just, Oh yeah, well that's how it's always been. And you're like, no, it hasn't. It hasn't always been like that. It's been worse. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been some people that really tell you how to fucking live. And there's like one guy that does that, but it's like how we build this hierarchy. Like I think in our species it's maybe in our dna that the high a high percentage of our population will not know what to do therefore we need a herd and we need you know this this matrix that gets us to and not that matrix but like an actual matrix of people (laughs) so tell people think i'm going all fucking sci-fi yeah i'm not going there yeah um, I don't know. It really fucking bothers me. That's what probably bothers me the most is somebody being like, this is what we should do. And like, who's that person? Like, yeah, I, even if, even if you take the most, I don't know, knowledgeable person in a given subject, um, it's highly likely that you wouldn't want to exchange places with that person given their life choices.
0: Oh yeah. In most cases, I, but even, but l- the the most knowledgeable person in a specific si- situation um is going to be wrong at some point in the future. Yeah, right, and, and not, course, if, yeah. not just because they, they, you know, whatever they're saying right now is going to be proven wrong at some point in the future, is what I mean. Right. And so the, no, regardless of the righteousness with which they are declaring whatever it is that they know or they want you to mm-hmm. do or they want the next generation to do, it must be fucking questioned. Because time, if anything, has proven that, oh no, you can't go into space. Want to bet? You know, yeah. hold my beer. Whatever it's going to take a few <laughs> decades, but and, and a sure. bunch of money, or you know, whatever the, the 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 metaphor might be. But at some point, all these things are going to be wrong, and therefore we need to keep examining them right now, mm-hmm. and then also arm ourselves with enough personal intelligence to, you know, to, to a to question and and then b to to. Um, Come up with answers that are appropriate for us, and fucking hope that you live in a society where you can express that individual um, answer for yourself without like getting beheaded mm-hmm. or fined ten thousand dollars per occurrence. <laughs> you know, which is the new thing,
1: uh, which is the new beheading, because yeah. that is essentially the same thing. No,
0: because when you get when you behead, you kill the buyer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible for the economy. It's awful. Awful. <laughs> I yeah I I have a lot of um I don't it comes back to a lot of political theory a lot of economic theory a lot of like trying to figure out what the best way to live is, um, and I think that's something that doesn't get to, we, we make. But why does
0: it have to be a best way? Why can't it just be a way for
1: you for the best way? For, yeah, for you individually. Okay, the best way it. for me to live. Yes, it's not the best way for somebody else to for live. every yeah, and I think that comes pretty easily if you're like. You know what? It, what it, name the thing that you want most in the world? It could be anything. It could be, it could be fame. It could be money. It could be a castle. A castle would be pretty fucking awesome, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it could be anything. And okay. you said okay, find the guy who has that. Would you oh, I thought you were asking me. I was well, I was, yeah, I was preparing could, my go, answer. Yeah, go for. Fucking
0: it. world peace, man. Oh shit. <laughs> well, I was going to say tangible. <laughs> oh, oh so oh so be
1: feasible, possible. Well, do you know why be possible sometime? time. if that neutron bomb goes off, it'll be
0: super fucking peaceful.
1: Well, I think yeah, well this is the exact point about like peace can't exist because after about 5 minutes of world peace, it wouldn't be world peace because you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. It's just nothing, and like and, you're asking for nothing. And someone's
0: going to figure out something. Uh, sure, some way to get over and.
1: So you could take any tangible thing. Okay, I, I just want to hear you say like a 1985 Ferrari or like uh, something stupid. Uh,
0: anyway, I, I don't know a, a cannon, yes. a 75 millimeter recoilless rifle mounted on the back of a Toyota pickup truck <laughs> yes, okay. with a limitless supply of ammunition.
1: So that is awesome. And, Zvol- and enough gas to get to Washington D.C. I think we have enough in the account to make that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but here's the point. is like, that could be the best thing. It wouldn't for you, because especially if you used it, then we'd be down a person. But let's say... That but think of the marketing
0: already. potential, man! People will be buying the shit out of those books. They would just be like, oh, "Do you shit. know how many? Do you know how many Martyr. copies of the fucking Kaczynski's manifesto have sold?" <laughs> I just want to know who gets the money for that. He's for
1: sure a bestseller. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I just have to write a manifesto before I start driving. Yes. Yeah. Um, you take the person who has I mean, the thing that you desire away. Oh, that would be good. They know he's coming. Oh, shit. Yes. It's like a series. We're now in Oklahoma. (laughs) Exactly.
0: No, remember Vanishing Point? Like, you know, where where Kowalski has to drive the fucking car to get the thing, and he's got this background where he's like, you know, he's in Vietnam, he won the Medal of Honor. None of that for me, but, you know, and that's just, he gets, now the way he gets high is driving fast. I'm like, the way I get high is driving a recoilless rifle to fucking D.C. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, if that would actually help i might encourage it i know i know but see the neutron
0: bomb so so fucking with like a k street limitation yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that i
1: i think but inherent Uh, in that theory of like oh we need to get rid of the people that are taking our power away you also don't realize that you gave up your power like you relinquished it yeah and that's the hardest thing for people to realize like you can like if I want something and I, I admire somebody who has something that I want, whether it's a house or a car with a recoilless rifle or whatever, that whatever that thing is, it's not worth trading to become somebody else. Like the value that you have in the person that you've developed to be, you would lose if you just got the aimed for the thing, right? So if I okay. became a billionaire, oh, I want to be a billionaire so bad. Well, you could just change places with this other 37-year-old who's – oh, I'm 38 now – uh, oh. This other 38-year-old... You know, wait, I don't even... Know. Don't we celebrate,
0: do we celebrate on the 21st? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: so But technically. Yeah, te- <laughs> So there's another 38-year-old billionaire. You could just become him. Yeah. And it'd be like, man, do you know what a douchebag I would become? <laughs> so... <laughs> no. Yeah, the decimal... You'd be a douchebag with a decimal point in a different place. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is the irony with yeah. like desire and jealousy and admiration for people is actually do you know how fucked up people are like yeah i'd want anything to be able to write like so and so or Mm -hmm. you know be able to paint like such and such or be able to lift weights like the best whatever but oh you mean you
0: want to kill yourself at a certain age because you couldn't live with your talent any longer
1: exactly that's what you come into what is the cost of being able to do that thing yeah well if it was worth it you would just do it now Right, if I—I mm-hmm. I mean, if I could Hunter S. Thompson my way into a lifestyle that would yeah. probably produce pretty good, you know, yeah. it'd at least be noteworthy. Yeah. I'm not saying I would be as good and then as you him. You could get shot out of a cannon. <laughs> That's why you need that cannon. <laughs> See exactly. I, <laughs> I, I just don't think a lot of people think this through. Is like this, this. Oh my God, we holy, we just came full circle, teaching people about what is valuable about themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I understand this inherently about myself. I just don't know how to extrapolate it yet. Yeah, I I, I, the, the, I don't
0: understand how. I mean, we've we've <laughs> figured out other ways to stay, you know, to stay alive financially, whatever, in order to keep do keep doing that thing. Where because I would have to agree that from even like predating you know, my old organization predating, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, training other people. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the part of the writing thing was to elicit a certain response to make people realize that like, hey, the barriers that have been imposed upon you are permeable. Yeah. And you can fucking or you can jump over them, go around them, break them in some way to to not like, you know, only climb at that level or only imagine things that have already been imagined. Mm. And then I think through the training, and especially when we've seen things happen with people who supposedly had already arrived because they were in Hollywood. Yeah. And then to help some of them realize, like, oh, your value is different than putting asses in seats. Your capability is different than being a fucking meat puppet. And maybe that is you know, showing it, but is that, but how do we show that to, you know, so every single time that if that has been the thread the mm-hmm. entire time, we've been sustaining ourselves financially or whatever, not doing that thing. Yeah. But maybe that's also what has allowed us to do that thing. And if we start making, trying to, to extract value yeah, from monetize it, if we, yeah, Me, I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm conflicted. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I think like the walls, the, all the things that we show people through physical means mm-hmm. about, you know, boundaryless ability or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or the the concepts of it, like the concepts of moving past your own perceived limitations. Yeah. I I think again, like it's really hard to do for yourself. It's like training. Mm. You need somebody to trick you into it, and I'm. Yes right and maybe that maybe that's what our audience is is their that that is their ability to trick us into because they've kept us going like it's just enough belief in the stuff that we do and enough like back and forth it goes well it's like people like it and i like all the interaction and i like the people that we meet out of this stuff i like the people that are attracted to what we're saying because like man i've People that show up to seminars, like I'm, I'm like I would go travel anywhere to go see them because they end up actually being very, very good friends. Yeah. And the thought of them e- even not existing makes me very, very sad. I, and,
0: and, the, and and the fact that even the most sort of confrontational conversations that have had that have uh-huh. had during, you know, happened during a symposium or whatever, have, and no matter how frustrating those were in the moment, they fucking had value because of yeah. what came in the wake. Yeah, and you, my friend, know who I, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> um, like, absolutely incredible mm-hmm. in that per, you know pr- particular case, and yeah, and maybe they're helping us, d- you know, uh, to to keep going, and, and 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 I know that we can, um, and I also know that I'm in a Situation right now where a lot of these a lot of very powerful lessons are being tossed back in my face and uh, <sighs> it's not bad
1: is this okay full title yeah or kill the buyer <laughs> or don't kill the buyer don't kill the buyer yeah the- I, that's where I was going but uh, man I was going to say Flipper the Harvey Weinstein of the ocean our most positive podcast ever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so by the time you get to this point where we're agonizing over a title the title already have been assigned. Yeah. So um uh I, thank you for um for being here and
1: uh go be better. Yeah. We're going to try. <laughs> I think